friends, welcome back to Let's Not. I'm Sam. And I'm Michelle. Why do I feel like I used to say so much more? I don't know, it's fine. You used to do like the tagline too, but I don't think that's necessary anymore. But I want to remind them that we're old co-workers okay. who decided to take our unprofessional opinion elsewhere, and that's this podcast. Let them know, sis. Just did. <laughs> <laughs> In today's episode, we're going to be living our nostalgic little dreams by mm-hmm. talking about The Orange Years, mm-hmm. which is a documentary that you can watch on Hulu, and it discusses the good old shows that we grew up on yeah. watching Nickelodeon, like all of those shows, and I can't wait to get into it because back in the day, Nickelodeon was my jam. I mean, wasn't it everybody's? Not everyone's. <sighs> Who was not watching Nickelodeon? Maybe the people watching Disney, because I feel like, wasn't Disney Channel a thing back then, too? We weren't rich, so (laughs) we didn't have Disney. And then I remember they included it on basic cable, and I got so excited. Ooh, that that must have been later, later. It was later, later, yeah. Because I remember back in the day, they used to do this thing where they would give you, like, all the premium channels for a week. I think, to, like, sucker you oh, in. Yeah. And we used to get so stoked because we're like, we get to watch Disney Channel every night this week. Ah, uh, Disney Channel. Okay, we'll get into it. We'll but... get into it. <laughs> so, Michelle, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, it's actually a pretty exciting week because I've been getting ready to go to Philly this weekend for a wedding. Mm-hmm. So, um, just having those rushes again of, like, I need body pins and I yeah. need to go and freaking get my nails done and do all this shit and get pack up. It's been exciting. A little I, daunting, but it's it's exciting. I love that. Yeah. I don't have anywhere to go mm-hmm. like that just yet, <laughs> but... It's coming. It's coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing specific, but yeah. I'm sure that it's nice to like get your list of things you want to pack that you can't forget it's going to be nice to get out of town Mm -hmm. with your sweetheart and try (laughs) to live somewhat a normal life again yeah yeah I feel like you're the type of person that enjoys weddings I feel like there's the type that doesn't Mm -hmm. and then some do if I'm not in a wedding, which I still enjoy that too, like being a part of a wedding, mm-hmm. but it is so much funner when you don't have to worry about being anywhere at a certain time. You just get to enjoy yourself. I love weddings because usually it's also like a reunion of friends. Yeah. I like weddings. Do you think, <laughs> <I> do. <laughs> just knowing me, do you think I love them or I'm good? I feel like you build yourself up to not want to go, but I feel like once you're actually there, you're probably having a good time. <laughs> Is that ding, right? Ding, ding. <laughs> Do we want to go over? We had some comments that we wanted to share with you guys from just past episodes because yeah. I know we've all, we've always pondered. We're like, I, let us know, and you did let us know. So now you we want to let everyone else know. Episode three got some great feedbacks. Episode three was about. Um, me losing a tampon for six days, switching over to menstrual cups, that whole deal. And so we had Lisa write in um, about the Thinks underwear because we asked about anybody that's used that before. And she had some great feedback. Lisa had messaged us and we hope that it's okay that we use your guys' first name. Um, we won't say like your usernames. We'll, we'll try to get this down to a rhythm, yeah. but I feel like first name is okay. Yeah. There's a Unless lot of Unless you're Lisa's. specifically like, Hey, don't coming from anonymous. Thanks. Yes. Yes. Let um, know. Lisa said, would like to submit my input on the period underwear. I tried thanks, which is T H I N X. And I really liked them at first, but maybe after six months or so, there was just a smell and they had to go in the garbage. I have a light flow, so it wasn't bad wearing them. It felt pretty good just to put on underwear and not think about something inside me for the day. And they had a really good customer service where one pair fit really bad and they let me keep them and send me a gift card for another that I didn't redeem right away. And so they just gave me my money back. If you have a heavy or chunky flow, I probably would suggest, unless you're using it as a backup for overflow. So it seems like if you are on the lighter side, it would be okay. And I was thinking, I mean, it was, I think I said it in the episode, but then I cut it. But I feel like I would use it more at night for like 
just overflow at night when you're Mm -hmm. just like sleeping to avoid ruining any more sheets. And then also going on with that, my friend Lindsay had messaged me and she she's like, apparently I also don't know how to use tampons. And I'm like, oh, I'm not the only one. And she even had a issue that she was talking about of where she thought she had one get stuck inside of her and she was worried about toxic shock syndrome. Yep. Um, and she was like, Michelle has me thinking maybe the flex cup is the way to go. It is. I'm it's, it's just so easy and mm-hmm. it's really no different than using a tampon and you don't have to worry about it for almost the whole day. Yeah. Thank you. Scientists Thank for whoever you. invented that. And then we had Meg write in and she was talking about, so Sam had told us, how much it costs to have a period in a lifetime. And it was $18,000 and it was broken down into some categories. And after when I listened to it again, it was like $40 for heating pads. I'm like, that is not a lifetime of heating pads. That's like one heating pad. Yeah. And I've at least bought three already. Mm -hmm. Um, But Meg said that it didn't also include days that you take off because of your period, which is a huge amount of money. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. And you know, I feel like that should be included in I, I guess it is with sick. But yeah. I feel like sick time, you should get maybe a few more additional days. That come <laughs> <with> that. <laughs> I, definitely. And here in Massachusetts, you get paid for sick days, like at a cruise and stuff like that, which is great. But who takes sick days? You yeah. always get guilted into coming in anyway. So <sighs> it's kind of bullshit. Yeah. Um, but that's a huge amount of money that gets lost or, you know, you just don't get paid. A lot of people don't get paid for sick days. So mm-hmm. that is that that would yeah, definitely that's a good point. throw that that number up. And then going back to episode two, where we briefly discussed how I signed up for the birth control and they sent me the pill and then also the female condoms. Um, our listener Katie had commented on our Instagram. And this is what she said. So we do have female condoms at the shop and I have tried them before, but they were not my favorite option. My understanding of them is that they can be a good option for someone who has sensitivities, allergies to ingredients and other condoms. However, with the advancements made in traditional condoms, I feel there is one out there for almost everyone. But if you are still having issues with latex-free or natural condoms, it may be worth checking out a female condom. Some people also get an additional pleasure from the friction of the rings in the female condom, which I could see that happening. Mm -hmm. The manufacturers for these female condoms claim that having your partner insert the female condom could be a fun new foreplay method, but it's not for me. And it's funny because so we put up a survey on our stories about this, asking if people had used the internal slash female condom before. And of the 74 people that responded... Only two people had used it. So nobody is really using these. And and I'm pretty sure Katie was one of the people that responded yes. And as she mentioned, she used it once and never again. Never again. But uh, Sam brought me some today. So I am definitely going to check it out and do some research. (laughs) And then also with our giveaway, which will be over by the time you listen to this. A few, you know, we're going to throw some in those totes. Yeah. So you check them out too. And we see thought what it you would think. be fitting. Yeah. And I have one last story. Uh, this was submitted by Mandy. And um, this is amazing. Okay. So Mandy goes. So my ex and I were having sex in the exciting missionary position. And I should mention that I am a gal that likes to make some noise. Well, we're doing it, and I suddenly felt something cold and hard hit the back of my throat. Like, whatever it was perfectly missed my teeth, tongue, and the little dangly ball in my throat. So I was like, what the heck? He's going at it, and I'm just filled with wonder. (gasps) Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm scared. I thought maybe because he wore a necklace, that the necklace was somehow around his neck, but also dropped down inside of my mouth. I'm just like, what kind of a necklace are you wearing? Like something with like a pendant at the at the end. Well, yeah. Well, I was thinking just before you said necklace, I'm like maybe he had a nose piercing or lip because you know how sometimes like the ball can come oh, yeah, off yeah, of yeah. the ring. So I was like maybe that's what she choked on. Yeah. But I don't know where this is going. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, 
So he starts pounding away. TMI. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Never TMI. Never he TMI. He starts pounding away while you're about to lose your life. Ready for orgasm and whatever oh. it is slips further in my throat and I start to panic. I push him off me and just start to make hacking noises to get it up. I mean, I'm clutching my chest and everything, and he's just like... He's just like, what is happening? What did I do? Um, Well, I finally just lay my hand out and open my mouth, and rolling out of it comes blank. What do you think it was? Okay, so she talked about the necklace. Mm -hmm. Is it something of his? It's something of his. Um... Like a tooth cap or something? No. <laughs> Mandy, is your boyfriend 100? <laughs> nope. No? No. So it's not the nose ring or anything like that? It isn't, but that was actually pretty close. Yeah. Okay. I was surprised that you thought that right away. It's pretty close. Tongue yeah. ring? Or tongue? Mm-mm. Not a piercing. It is. It is a piercing? Yeah. I'm like looking at your face, like wondering. (laughs) Um, Was it like a diamond on his tooth? Like one of those. (laughs) Who is this man that you think she's making love to? You never know. (laughs) Is it a diamond on his tooth, Mandy? You know how they have like, they put the little like studs on their teeth? Yeah, no, I know. You never know. I feel like that's a very uh, specific character. (laughs) Um, hmm. I don't know. Okay. It was his gauge. It was his gauge out of his ear. Oh my God. How big of a gauge did she say? She didn't mention, but I gotta assume it's one of the bigger ones. It's gotta be one of the bigger ones. Yeah. Too, like, small enough that it would, like, get past your teeth and shit, but, like, big enough that it would start to choke you. Oh my gosh. So he was really pounding. Those little earlobes were rocking back and forth. Or, like, what if it's, like, one of those snaily ones that, like, oh, all twist it, like, around? Yeah. So, um, they finish making love, and that's it. <laughs> oh, she- <laughs> I'm glad you're okay. Okay, so you were yeah. able to choke it out and then still and get hand- your yeah, orgasm and on. And still get it back on. All right. I love that. Oh, I was, so when that came in, Jake was standing next to me, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, we finally got a submission. Like, listen to this. And I read it to him. And he used to have gauges, and he was like, those things tend to stink. That's what, that's immediately why I made that face to you because I, I was like, I hear that those are so smelly yeah. and I can't even imagine what, I guess if it slid down her throat immediately, you don't have time to yeah, taste no, no, it. Yeah, no, no, no. Or like smell it or anything. Yeah. And who knows, maybe he's super hygienic and his don't smell, but I feel like they smell. They mm-hmm. smell like a belly button sometimes. Ugh. Um, But yeah, wow. so... Thank you all for writing in. No kidding. And thank educating you. us. Yeah, thank you for writing and commenting, just mm-hmm. being open and sharing your experience. We love it. And if you don't feel wow. comfortable, like straight up in the comments, because then people can go to your profile and shit like that, like just email us or yeah. send us a private one. Thank you, Mandy, for writing that in. I want to know if she has him take them out. Now? Oh. Yeah. Mandy, write back in. Does he take them out now when you guys have sex? Did it stink? What size is his gauges? <laughs> we have follow-ups. Um, we need to know. <laughs> and then one other thing is I think we finally made it because we finally have a hater. A hater? Oh, yeah. So I don't know if she was straight up low-key hating on me or mm-hmm. if it's just like a combination of her seeing a lot of people starting podcasts right now. Mm-hmm. But somebody that is like further out acquaintances that I know had posted a series of videos on her Instagram stories being like millennials need to stop making podcasts because you're not interesting and all those topics have been covered a hundred times and just cut the fucking shit and live your life and yada 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 I'm just like girl why you hating though okay but especially with the topics yeah they might have been covered but not everyone has the same experience or opinion or experience that's like saying, oh, you've only – you. that's only like watching one TV show in your life or one yeah. movie or reading one type of book. Mm-hmm. Like it's not – just because it's the same topic doesn't mean that it's the same anything. No. And it's also like what's the difference between us doing this podcast and you putting your opinions – because she does like Are these they videos. Are like a ranter? Out. 
they're around her. They're uh, let me air my grievances. Mm -hmm. It's always like a very negative connotation. So that's why it's like not bothering me at all. Yeah. Well, you hate on everything. So. Ew. (laughs) How ugly. It is. And I don't know. I'm the personality type that if somebody is like hating on me or thinks I can't do something, I'm just Mm -hmm. like. Well, I'm going to go double fucking hard. Yeah. And I'm going to do my absolute best to make this amazing. Amazing. So then I can just ship you off some merchandise. Oh, some female <laughs> condoms. And yeah. be like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I heard these suck. Go fuck yourself with them. <laughs> but I would never, I don't know, just... I feel like that's a whole red flag, and that just says a lot about mm-hmm. you. I would never be like, oh, my God, can you stop these meme accounts? Like, they're all the same. Can you yeah. stop these podcasts? They're all the same. Can you stop making these YouTube channels? It's like, then it's just like, don't listen. Or don't. Don't listen. I just, I don't What's like it. What's it to you? As long as we're doing something that is making us happy and that is giving us, I don't know, I, I'm, I am experiencing fulfillment doing this podcast like I'm like loving it I'm like learning so many new fucking skills and Mm -hmm. talents I'm learning a lot more about you I'm learning a lot more about the topics that we cover Mm -hmm. so why don't so let's not be a (laughs) hater go on like get out of here go be negative somewhere else and Mm -hmm. stop talking about our podcast absolutely Jake was like well what if she hears you talking about her in this vague way, like she, and who knows? I mean, I'm 85% sure that she was talking about me, but maybe it was a combo of like other people too. Maybe just in general. In general, but it seemed like a come after. But anyway, he was just like, well, what if she listens to it and you guys get into a beef? I'm like, well, if she's listening to it, she's a hater and a she's hypocrite. A, yeah. Because like, why are you listening <laughs> to this? You're like, because I, I had a feeling and my feeling is correct. Yeah. But thank you for hating because that just makes us want to never give this up. We'll do no, this, this is until the, we're dead this now. This is the last episode. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. It's like, okay. Thank so do you, you think- for telling. You're right. You're thank right. You. We'll Let's stop. end this. Like, let me live my little dream, okay? (laughs) What does it matter to you? What the heck? Right. But thanks for hating on us. And those who are supportive, we appreciate it. All right. Let's do it. Let's get into the the orange years. The orange years. All right, guys. So like we mentioned, documentary about Nickelodeon back in the day. (laughs) Am I saying Nickelodeon weird? (laughs) I knew it. How do you say it? Let me guess, you pronounce the D? Yeah. Say it. Nickelodeon. Who says Nickelodeon? (laughs) It's Nickelodeon. I've always said it without the D. How do you... I can't even say it Nickelodeon. 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 Nick-a-lo-neon. Just without the D. That is not how you Nickelodeon? That sounds so weird. This is going to be so hard to get through. I'm just going to say Nick. Call it Nick. <laughs> Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon? How do you say it? It's so hard. It's okay. Just call it Nick. We're good. We're good. So we both ended up watching The Orange Years, and it was beautiful. Beautiful. I loved I just I love that they started every topic with the theme songs of the shows yeah because it just transported me to my bedroom as like a little baby michelle and it just gave me all the feelings same here i wrote down all of the shows that they discussed and Mm -hmm. there's one that they left off which i'm really shocked about which one roundhouse i don't remember roundhouse so it was before all that it was like all that but it was They were a little bit older and they would do skits. They also did performances like them themselves were the singers and dancers. It was just like um, in living color. And they even included a clip at the beginning of it, but they didn't discuss it when all of the all that kids were talking about like, we were the first show. And I'm like, no, you weren't. No, no, uh, uh, uh. No, you weren't. Um, So I was really shocked about that, but... I don't remember that show at all. Roundhouse? Oh, no. It's so good. So it started off with um, them just talking about how Nickelodeon came to be and stuff mm-hmm. like that. 
I feel like they really hammered in the fact that it was run by a woman for yeah. so many years, which is amazing. Amazing. Um, but they started with that show called um, You Can't Do That on TV. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember ever watching it, but I remember the opening credits. I remember watching it and I thought it was interesting because they talked about they were trying to shop for shows for the network and no one wanted to sell them a show. So then they started buying outside of the U.S. and just would dub them um, as English and then just putting them on the the network. But then You Can't Do That on TV, which was a Canadian show, that really kicked off Mm -hmm. the start of everything. The older guy used to creep me out. Yes. Yeah, yeah. he always creeped me out for some reason. Not anything bad, but he just looked, like, scary, like, how they wanted him to look. Yeah. He looked, like, Mm -hmm. he had, like, weird under eyes. Yeah. And, like, big blue eyes. And I just remember, I would always turn it off when the credits would come off because I always thought it was Monty Python's coming off, which was, like, my dad's show. And I was just like, oh, I don't want to watch this adult show. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it's amazing. Like, the whole, like, mentality behind it, just, like, making shows for kids that kids would actually like and not only being educational or Mm -hmm. any of that other stuff. Yeah. And I really loved how they showed it was just everyone who had such great talent, just anyone that worked behind the scenes Mm -hmm. and they would come up with different shows to kind of see what would stick on the wall. And if it wasn't good, they would just move on. And they talked about how fun it was just being with other creatives doing TV shows and writing and all of that stuff. And I I really enjoyed that part of it. And then they get into the double dare, like how they started doing that and producing it and stuff. And I couldn't help but think of you because I know that like you would be interested in like hosting like a Halloween type thing. Yeah. And so (laughs) when they're doing like their first run of it and he's just like, yeah, nobody found the flag. All right. And we're cutting. Great. (laughs) I was just like, (laughs) this is good. Thank God. (laughs) Great. And I just like kept thinking like, oh, that would happen to Sam. It would. Yeah. I loved that. And I always wanted to be on Double Dare though. I thought that was the funnest show. They talked about there was an incident that the kid jumped (laughs) over a wall or something and Mark Summers said he really thought this poor kid was going to have a serious injury or even die because his neck went one way, the head went the other way (laughs) and the kid's father was like we won't sue you if you give us that tv that huge tv he he relayed that story in such a great way and they like did animation to tell the story I loved, too i was like michelle's was gonna good. really love watching this especially how they talked about the animators and how yeah. they changed it after mm-hmm. a few years which with each phase of nick Okay, and then so we're we're moving along, moving along the years. Mm-hmm. Well, were you like I never? I remember watching Hey Dude, but I would always change the channel because I feel like I was too much of a, like a kid, and they were like teenagers, so it was like I didn't relate just yet. No, I watched. Yeah, it. yeah. I think his name was Brad. He was the teen yeah. with yeah. the brown hair. I just thought he was so cute. Yeah. That, I loved like, Hey Dude. American looking. Joe didn't watch it. He didn't like it. Hey, dude. I used to watch Loot Your Shorts. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that came on around the same time. Yeah. Yeah. It was shortly after because Hey, Dude was their first scripted Mm -hmm. TV show that they tried out. And that went well. So then they did Salute Your Shorts, which was super popular. That was my favorite. I Not my favorite, but. Yeah. I loved Salute Your Shorts because I always wanted to go to some kind of camp. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would always get... I don't know something about donkey lips like his fucking name (laughs) and him I was just like oh yeah I don't know but like the main bully I forget what his name was but he was like the redhead kid was it Roger or am I thinking from Doug you're thinking Doug but I'm just when I was watching the documentary I was like why in the 90s was every bully a redheaded scrawny like bully hmm it's oh like that, and then what's the the Christmas story? Mm-hmm. Roger Klutz. Roger, yep. I feel like it's always like a mean redheaded kid. I don't know because maybe they thought you're the redheaded stepchild, so you're gonna have some issues. That's rude. I mean, that I, I didn't. Rude. I didn't write the character as an imitation redhead. <laughs> I find it offensive. I'm offended. <laughs> but that was funny. And then continuing with Redheads, Pete and Pete. That oh was my, my jam. God. I fucking love I Pete loved and Pete. Pete and Pete. If if Pete and Pete was like one of your favorite like real life ones, mm-hmm. like not animation, 
I feel like you're like kind of an indie alternative kid, you know? I think so too. But yeah, I loved Pete and Pete so much. I remember when it came on every Sunday, Mm -hmm. I would get so sad Mm -hmm. as the end credits came on. And like the song and they have the best Halloween episodes. Joe and I still watch the Halloween episodes. Yeah, they have a little note. Great Halloween episodes. You always know the Halloween episodes of shows. That's like all I watched. Just watching this documentary and when they just kick off the theme songs, I would just be like, I want to watch that right now. Like, I almost wanted to start crying and be like, all right, I'm done with this documentary. (laughs) Where can I find Pete and Pete? Yeah, that's what I told Joe. I was like, I want to rewatch Pete and Mm -hmm. Pete now. And also, like, the amount of musicians that they had in that show. Like, obviously, I didn't know who Iggy Pop was when I was eight or seven or whatever. But I'm just like, what the fuck? Iggy Pop was Mm -hmm. in Pete and Pete? That's amazing. I knew who R.E.M. was. Yep. Because they yeah. were super popular. Even if you were a kid, you knew who they were. But yeah, and it was just such a unique show. It was. And the older Pete, I mean, he kind of had his little ups and downs. Mm-hmm. And I loved how they talked about he was going through, he didn't know if he should grow up to be yeah. like um, a young adult older teen or he wanted to also stay with his brother little pete and i loved how they talked about little pete was so confident and just so sure of himself such a cute kid i think that a lot of times like kids are like that until they hit that age group where then you start getting self-conscious and stuff but there is a lot of confidence until life starts crushing you down Mm -hmm. (laughs) but he was the best yeah he was so good with his little petunia tattoo. Mm. And his little lumberjack hat. Oh, so cute. Mm. Okay. Um. Okay, so then after Pete and Pete, now this is where my life changed. And that is Clarissa Explains It oh, All. Yeah. I cannot tell you how much I loved that show, Michelle. When I first saw Clarissa Explains It All, na, 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 na. All right. All right. Oh my gosh. I spent hours in my bedroom acting like I was Clarissa. Mm -hmm. I remember I even had this old cot bed. It wasn't my actual bed, but for some reason we had a cot bed and I put it in front of my window like her little day bed and I would just have an imaginary friend act like it's Sam coming through Mm -hmm. and I would just sit on my bed. I acted like I had all of the little clip art next to her face when she talks throughout the show like I love that show so much and they also talked about how the number of girls that watched it there were Mm -hmm. the number of boys that also would view it so I thought that was really cool and it was just nice seeing like a normal average girl although I didn't think she was average she was super creative very smart very witty her brother Ferguson though He's also a redhead. Him. Yeah, and he's like a little twerp, <laughs> yeah. right? Oh my god. No, Clarissa was definitely on the roster. And I already told you, like, you give me like major Clarissa vibes. And I was like, that's the best compliment ever. <laughs> it's so good. And to be honest, like, I think most girls are super creative and witty and stuff. It's just once again, you get to that age group where it's just better to be thin and fashionable and not have as many opinions. So I think that was super helpful for our age group. Yeah. And I loved that her best friend, Sam, like there was never any. No. It was just all platonic. Yeah. Yeah. Just friends. So is that your favorite live action Nickelodeon show? Um, it's one of them. There's another one that I'm obsessed with. Give me your top three. Um, so I would say, oh, that's tough, Michelle. Um, I'm going to say top three, but I'm not ranking them. No ranks. No ranks. So Clarissa explains it all. I don't know. It's hard. I can only, oh my God. I can't. I can't. And the spiral begins. (laughs) I can't. So I'm just going to say five. Whoa! No, you got three. Can I think about this? Okay. Let's rank them at the end. Okay. So I'm going to ask you what your favorite live action one and what your favorite animation ones are. You can do top three. Okay. Okay. All right. So after Clarissa, where are we at? So then Weekly News comes along Mm, with Linda. Linda Elderby. I couldn't, Sam. To tell you how much I was crying when the Magic Johnson clip came up. And that girl was just 
Like I just remember crying that hard and not being able to breathe and mm -hmm. just like, like just trying to get your breath and not knowing what to say and just crying. Yeah. Oh, it like broke my heart. I was crying so hard. Mm -hmm. It was. Yeah, it was really sad because yeah. when you're that little, you have no idea how to work through your emotions. Mm -hmm. you're, it's just like someone literally stole the breath out of you and you're just like, what the yes. heck? And you're blubbering, I think yeah. is the only yeah. term to call it. And so the clip that we're talking about is when Magic Johnson came on to talk about how he was diagnosed with HIV. And so they had like, I don't know, like 15 kids mm -hmm. under the age of 15 that were like also there that had HIV. It was so memorable. Like I remember it still to this day. And he, even Magic Johnson himself didn't know mm -mm. what the segment was going to be about. He knew he was going to discuss what he was going through, but then he saw the kids and then she, Linda even surprised, not surprised, but she's like, do you know what these kids have in common? And he's like, no. And then she was like, well, they're also diagnosed with mm. HIV. I'm like, oh my goodness. And it's just so sad because like now, I hope that nowadays it doesn't have the stigma that it did. But back then it's like the girl just being like, I just want everyone to know that I'm normal and I want to go to sleepovers too. Because I'm sure that there were parents back then being like, well, she can't come to a sleepover. Mm -hmm. And ugh, heartbreaking. Yeah. But they talked, Linda talked about so many different mm -hmm. news topics that... Even, I don't know, like, they were talking about the homelessness and just all sorts yeah. of stuff. And she covered it with such um, – she was very sensitive, very mm -hmm. compassionate. That show is so amazing. I feel like – why isn't there something like that for kids these days instead Maybe of, like, there is. I don't fucking know. TikTok? Yeah. It's like I wouldn't know about it because I don't have kids. Hopefully there is because that was – that was also going back to treating kids like they're not – a babies and then yeah they just they talked about like they knew that kids were smarter than how they were being treated yeah. by their parents and society and I think that was like the big thing it's like we don't want to ever feel condescending to kids just because mm -hmm. they're kids then they segued right into them getting animation like their own original content yeah um and they talked about Rugrats, Doug, Ren and Stimpy such a good group, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like such a great cluster. I watched all of those a hundred million times. Yeah, I loved Rugrats. They have good Christmas episodes. Yeah, and that's mm -hmm. actually all, like, that's how I learned about Judaism and, like, what oh, my wow, Jewish friends yeah. did. And Jake mentioned that that's how he learned about Passover, one of them, and he oh actually gosh. is Jewish. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was just like, what? Wow, yeah. okay, Rugrats. Um, I, I loved how when they were talking about Doug, the creator of Doug, I can't remember his name. I wish oh. we would have like written down some of the names yeah. for these, but right when he started the interview, they didn't talk about like that he was their creator. I just looked at him and I'm like, boy, you look like Doug. You are <laughs> Doug. And then they were like, he's the creator of Doug. And I'm yeah. like, that is so adorable. Yes. Like, I don't, Doug was so innocent and just so sweet. Like, it was. When I was that age, I was looking for a Doug to hang out with he was just so cute so sensitive yeah. he spiraled a lot he did he when was a spiraler <laughs> he was so my skeeter to your dog oh skeeter's amazing though i love oh and i'm not <laughs> no i'm saying like <laughs> duh i loved how they showed the first episode and where skeeter and doug meet and he shows him how to order yeah so cute it's so cute and yeah the creator is like so mild i think i wrote in my notes like creator is pure slash good <laughs> yeah so sweet it was and then also I never, ever knew this until the documentary. Doug is supposed to be 11. Uh, did you think he was like an older teenager? I thought he was like 13, 14. I thought that whole group was like 13, 14 for some reason. Yeah, I would say maybe I thought 12 or 13. Yeah, but 11, 11 seems young. 11 does seem young, especially because they went to their restaurant. What was their little fast food place called? Oh, I, I don't know, the but name the, of it, yeah. they went there a lot mm -hmm. without the parents. And also even just maybe like the way the day, but... they're animated. Yeah. Like their body mm -hmm. lengths and stuff look older than an eleven year old. I think. And you're telling me Roger was well. He was a few years older than Doug. I think that's why he was so awful. Yeah. Was he? I thought they were. Oh yeah, because he stayed he, behind. He stayed behind. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And then his sister. Oh, she was, was like a senior in yeah. high school. And that her name sense. Judy. She was so yeah. cool. I love Judy. Mm -hmm. um, you're a Judy. 
I'm a Judy. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. I prefer to be Skeeter, but I'll take Judy. Both. I'm more of a pork chop. (laughs) (laughs) I would say you're more of a Mr. Dinks. Is that the neighbor's name? (laughs) I'm just kidding. My my dad was a Mr. Dinks. Really? Yeah. Just like tinkering and all that shit. Yeah. How sweet. Mm -hmm. But how cute was Patty Mayonnaise, though? So cute. And her voice. Her voice. I had no idea that she had the commercial. Mm -hmm. Um, They talked about, so the creator of Doug was looking for the voice to do Patty Mayonnaise, and he just could not find the right person. One day, he heard this voice on the TV, and it was actually a mayonnaise commercial. Mm -hmm. And he could hear her, and then he found out who she was, and she got the job. Yeah. And she has such a distinct voice. Mm-hmm. I love that. I wish I could do it. Doug! It's no. It's, Doug! No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. And then we have Ren and Stimpy, which mm-hmm. was one of my favorite animations. And especially with like the cutscenes and stuff like that. They definitely glossed over a lot of the back-end issues with Mm -hmm. that show. So, yeah, um, you can look these videos up on YouTube to get more information, but the creator, John Crick Falusi, he was accused by two former artists of grooming and sexually abuse. Um, They experienced this in the late 1990s when they were teenagers, and it's been a thing of where he's come out with an apology, talking about his poor impulse control. Um, Since then, yeah, since then he's retired from the animation industry, but they didn't touch about this at all. Um, They were definitely trying to gloss over it by saying, like, it was a team effort. Like, they said that a few times when talking about Ren and Stimpy, because I feel like they didn't want to call out the main guy. Mm -hmm. Because obviously in all of the other shows that they talked about, like, the head writer was there, the creator was there. But yeah, it's like, Nickelodeon, we see you. We see you. Ren and Stimpy was a great show, though. I remember watching it and just, like, how you mentioned all of the cuts and stuff. I don't know the right terminology for that, but... Um, it was great. And I don't know, sometimes it was dark. It was super dark. Super dark. Like, I would feel so sad for Stimpy. Like, Ren was so abusive towards him. He was also (laughs) really abusive towards himself. And I'm like, oh my god. It was dark. It was disgusting. Disgusting, yeah. But that log song is definitely, will be in my memory forever. Do you remember Powder Toast Man? Yep. I remember I had a friend. His butt. Okay. She would always like run towards me with her butt. <laughs> and she'd be like, Powder Toast Man. And I'm like, get away from me. <laughs> I just feel like as a young artist person that would just doodle and draw all the time and especially like redraw cartoons and shit. Like just the thought of like if I had ever written to somebody and then they just started grooming you and taking advantage of that mm-hmm. situation. Like, I look at up to you as a mentor and idol, mm-hmm. and now you're making me feel good just so that you can be a sexual asshole. Yeah, because one of the girls, she was a fan of the show, and she would always write in, mm-hmm. and then he noticed that she was interested, and she was also wanting to go into animation. Yep. She was so young. I feel like she was maybe 13 years old. When she started writing when him, she, yeah. yeah. It's just disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay. Back on lighter note. <laughs> um, then they get right into Snick. Which Little Snick. That was my fave. But wait a minute. Another show that they didn't talk about was Wild and Crazy Kids. Oh, I remember that. That was such a classic. Yeah. Well, they couldn't talk about everything. Oh, but you're telling me you're going to talk about Blue's Clues? <laughs> was iconic, though, but whatever. <laughs> I feel like that's a thing that I thought was so crazy is because I remember watching... Every single one of these shows. Mm -hmm. And they kept talking about like, well, this was made for this demographic. And Snick was, you know, for the teenagers at night. And uh, Nick Jr. was for like preschoolers in the morning. I was like, okay, but I, and they all like happened at the same time. Mm -hmm. I was like, was I just watching TV 24-7? Like I watched all of these goddamn shows. (laughs) I remember watching Nick Jr. when I would stay home sick from school. Gullah Gullah Island. Great show. Eureka's Castle. Okay, so yeah, we don't need to touch on Nick Jr. because that yeah. was 
It's Nick Jr. It's Nick Jr. Uh, but yes, as Michelle mentioned, they get into Snick, which mm. was Saturday Night Nick. And that was the best thing I think that ever came out of yeah. Nick. If you didn't like all the shows on Snick, I don't want to talk to you. Like, are you kidding me? That Saturday lineup, you, that were, lineup? you weren't looking forward to that. Mm. Can't wait for Saturday. Yep. Seven o'clock. All that. Are you afraid of the dark? I'm sure there is other ones, but those were mine too. <laughs> <laughs> they also had Secret World of Alex Mack. Yeah. Clarissa was on it too, wasn't Clarissa she? Clarissa was yeah. on it. Yeah, and I feel like um, there may have been another show. Like, there were – the lineups changed as it yeah. went through the years. Well, then Keenan and Cal Kenan was and an offshoot. Mm-hmm. I remember. So, TLC was, like, my favorite music group yeah. in that time period. Like, if you ever meet my mom, she tells a story all the time. That whole summer when Waterfalls came out – are we going to have a similar story, Michelle? Tell me <gasps> okay. yours. I can't wait All to right. hear. So me and the two only other girls in the neighborhood, we would perform at every single day at like one or two o'clock in the neighborhood, like on my porch. And like people would sometimes give us dollars and then we oh would just gosh. like get ice cream cones later oh, when the ice cream man so came around. Much. I was just like, that is just like so pinnacle 90s thing so to do. So who were you? I was chilly. You were chilly? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. It was my favorite thing ever. I think millennials, most of them were helicopter parented, but I was a latchkey kid. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we were left to our own devices. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we used to do that every single goddamn day. And my oh mom, my gosh. who is a Portuguese immigrant and doesn't know pop music at all, can still sing Waterfalls. All right, mom. <laughs> I love that. That makes me so happy. So I had two friends. They were sisters. They were sisters too. The oh other my two. God. <laughs> I love that. And oh you're, my god! Because you probably wanted to play with your brother, but he was probably like, "Get out yeah. of here, stupid sister." Well, just like mine was. Yes, mm-hmm. and like I would play with. There's mostly just boys in my neighborhood. Same. So when these two sisters moved in, we became really good friends, and then they moved out a few years later. Mm-hmm. So I had to go back and hang out with the boys, yeah. but. It was nice to have some girls. Oh, I love that. So we, w- it was when Waterfalls came out, and we would wear like black sports bras. Mm-hmm. I mean, we couldn't leave the house, but and we'd wear baggy ass jeans, yep. put in little hoops, and we'd be like, "Don't go, Chase!" Like doing a little shoulder <laughs> dance and just like performing, showing yep. our little abs that we had being twelve or whatever. And I was always T boss. Oh. I wanted to be chilly, but yeah. my friend was like, I want to be chilly. I'm like, okay. I'll be T-Boss because she's great too. Yeah, she's a lead. I love that so much. And we'd mm-hmm. put a little sheet down in the yard and that was like our stage yeah. and we would just stand on it. Oh we didn't my get paid God. though. Well, we, we would, did it wrong. We would make sure we were out on the front porch so that people walking dogs and stuff. I and love that so much. we would put on this performance every day. And sometimes my brother would join in, too, with his fucking little was Casio. He <laughs> and he would act like he was playing. Oh, music. my God. I love it so much. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. It that was makes adorable. my heart so happy. Yeah. It was great. Uh, all that was so amazing because just all of the talent that they had on there, mm-hmm. not even the kids who worked on the show. I mean, they were really talented, but yep. just all sorts of music that came on. It was so R&B and hip hop so heavy. And yeah. I loved that so much because that's the music I grew up on. Like, exactly. All that was my jam. Yeah. Like TLC, Coolio and mm-hmm. shit. Like those are the people doing your theme song. Yeah. It's amazing. And of course, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh my gosh. Are you afraid of the dark? I obviously, I'm sure it's no surprise to you, Michelle, because Mm -hmm. it's like spooky Halloween Mm -hmm. horror related. I had a friend, his name was Robert. Our moms were really close friends. So he was like my, I would call him my cousin, even though we're just like best friends, you know, your cousin. And we would go to their house every Saturday night and we would turn off our, like his bedroom light and just like go on his bed and just watch Are You Afraid of the Dark while our moms played cards or whatever. And that show was just so good. So good. So amazing. It's still good to this day. Joe and I still watch episodes. It's such a great, fun show. I have to go back and rewatch some of them because Mm -hmm. some of them so terrified me. The babysitter one where she reads stories and they start coming to life in the mm-hmm. basement is my top scariest moment in my life. Oh, I just <laughs> thought of when you thought someone was in your basement the other mm-hmm. day. <laughs> yeah, see? I didn't even put that together. 
Oh my god. No, it was so good. And when they played the theme song in the documentary, I was just like, the hairs on the oh, back of my neck so stood good. up. Yeah. It was so good. Loved Nick at, no, not Nick not at night. Not Nick at night. Snick. Snick. <laughs> but Nick at night was good, though. Yeah, it was good, too. Yeah. That's where I learned, like, I love Lucy and all that shit. Yeah, same here. Oh, do you remember the show My Brother and Me? Yeah. yeah. I loved yeah. that show so much. Do you remember a show called As Told by Ginger? It was a cartoon. That, oh my god, yeah. Michelle. I loved As Told you would. by Ginger. It was oh, one of my favorites, too. I Such think, a good one. I think that really spoke to every girl that was like 12, 13, 14. Mm-hmm. It was so good. That was definitely one of my favorite animations like later on mm-hmm. that they came out with. And there was um, My Cousin Skeeter. Oh my gosh, yeah. that was a great show. And then the Amanda Bynes show. Yeah. I mean, they kept it going. This, they kept it going. This documentary really just, like, focuses on, like, late 80s to 90s, mm-hmm. that period. Yeah, it covers everything right before SpongeBob because yes. that's when the creator decided to step away. Yep, yep. To go work for Disney, apparently. <sighs> and it crazy. wasn't it wasn't what she thought it was going to be. No. Um, And then they just wrap it up. Yep. Such a good documentary. I, we definitely recommend checking it out if you're yeah. able to. It, it takes you down a very good memory yes. lane. It's Happy. super positive. It's really nice, especially if you were a kid during those time periods. Like, you will just feel, like, such nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Like, happy, hopefully, positive nostalgia. Yeah. And it even includes interviews from all of your favorite mm-hmm. child stars. So. Yeah. That was nice to see. And the animators and creators mm-hmm. of some of the shows. It was great. Yeah. I would watch it again. I would watch it again, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so do you want, should we give our top three of, like, the yes. live action versus the animation? Yes. I feel like you're pretty sure of your picks, so maybe you should go first. So I would say my top three favorite live action things from Nickelodeon was, Are You Afraid of the Dark? All that and Clarissa. This is tough, Michelle. So I'm going to do Are You Afraid of the Dark? Hey, our ours the same. Are you afraid of the dark? All that and Clarissa. <laughs> but Pete and Pete, like, oh. come on now. And we didn't touch on this but Secret World of Alex Mack. I love yeah. that show. I might switch out Clarissa for Pete and Pete. It's tough. I'm going to go those three. I would switch out all that if I had to for Pete and Pete, Pete. if I couldn't have both of them. Okay. You can't. Um, Okay. So what are your top three favorite cartoons Cartoons. from Nickelodeon? Oh, man. Um, Okay. I'm going to go with do Doug, Rugrats, and then I guess Ren and Stimpy. Oh, girl. I went off script for this one. Or Rocco's Modern Life. Did you do As Told by Ginger Bitch? I didn't. So what'd you do? I did um, Thornberries. Great one. Rocket Power. Oh my god! I had the game of Rocket Ooh. Power on PlayStation. Um, so Wild Thornberries, Rocket Power, and Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold. I really didn't like Hey Arnold. <gasps> really? Okay, I did, but I just didn't like... What's her name? Helga. Olga. Helga. She was such a fucking bitch. Mm. She was yeah, so she was. mean to Arnold. That was her whole shtick. Um, but those are my top three. But As Told by Ginger is like a bonus. It's good. Yeah. Are you sticking with Rugrats, Doug, and Ren and Stimpy? <sighs> well, the I originals? Didn't, I didn't know we were going off The OG? Um, okay. I'm going to do Doug, As Told by Ginger. And there's another cartoon. I like, I don't know. I'll do Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco's. Rocco was another really, really good I one. I had a crush on him. On Rocco? How old do you think Rocco was? I always imagine him. Yeah, I always <laughs> imagine like him age. being like a 30-year-old. Yeah. He I always just he kept to himself, had a great job. Yeah. A goofy friend. Mm-hmm. If you could be on any show, what would you be on? Oh, shit. Well, I feel like well, I would Well, you can want... even work for an... Like, you can be an illustrator or animator, too. If I was going to be an animator for any show, probably Rocket Power. If I was going to be on any show, I would want to be on, like, a Clarissa-type show where I was the oh, lead. Yeah. I would say if I was on screen, I would want to be on Clarissa Explains mm-hmm. It All. 
Um, if I was behind the scenes, I think I would want to be the booking talent for all that. Ooh, that's mm-hmm. a fun job. Yeah. Yeah. I would also like to be the one that goes and like buys the programming. Yeah. That would be really fun. There's so many jobs in entertainment. You know, <laughs> and I and wish, I wish I would have known that when I was younger. I feel like yeah. I didn't realize how many different jobs there are. Huge. I have no idea. It's Huge like industry. all you hear about is like doctor, vet, yeah, teacher. It's mm-hmm. like why didn't someone tell me I could be a costume designer? Why didn't someone say I could be a music buyer? Yeah. You know, I don't know because I feel like those were like the professions of the fifties. Mm-hmm. You know, do little kids still say like I want to be a firefighter or an astronaut when I grow up? I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. which or, is great, I guess. But you can also be other stuff too. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I'm not saying... No, if anything, not saying. I love firefighters. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, firefighters. But astronauts, I'm just like, can we also just, like, stop going to space and just fix this fucking planet that we live on currently? I'm anti-astronaut. Oh. I'm going on record. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't know all my facts enough to pick a side just yet. <laughs> so I will not be commenting on that, Michelle. That's how the podcasts fall apart. You're, you're pro-astronaut and I'm anti-astronaut. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, let's wrap this shit up. Let's wrap it up. And um, let's not be afraid to embrace your inner child. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, Joe and I will be like, hey, do you want to watch some Nick shows? Like, we'll do it on Saturday morning or even Saturday night. And, like, we'll plug in our Halloween lights. It's so fun. I love that. You can find, like, some of these shows, too. I feel like some of them you could probably find pretty easy. But just even looking on YouTube, there's a Mm -hmm. lot of channels that have uploaded them. They might be in four different parts, but still you get your little nostalgia fix. I love that. Mm-hmm. I think I might try and look up Asshole by Ginger. We should plan like a snick night. Wouldn't that be yeah, fun? Yeah, that would be really fun. We like make like have some snacks and like we could make like a snick themed yeah. drink or something. And we could do like the actual lineup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love that idea. Okay. And let's not, let's not assume that kids are stupid. I know that I've made my feelings on kids very clear, but when I'm around children, I just talk to them like normal people, Mm -hmm. which I don't know if I'm supposed to be doing, but I I think think so. As long as you're enthusiastic about what they're talking about, I don't see what. And obviously, it's nothing inappropriate, but. Yeah. I don't know. It's like I just am like, oh, how's things going at school? Like, do you have any friends? Like, Mm -hmm. what's cool? What's hip? Like, I'm usually trying to get some hip points from the kids. humans let's mm-hmm. not act like they're let's not imbeciles be so, yeah let's not be so give them a little more you know like yeah. a little more credit yep all right guys we hope you enjoyed this episode of going down little nostalgia lane mm-hmm. of the orange years the good old orange couch yep. slime all sorts oh, of stuff yeah. uh, you can catch us on instagram or facebook at let's not podcast um, our website is always open and our inboxes at letsnotpod.com. We love you. We love you so much and we hope you have a good week. Bye. Bye.